0: Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is Rob Lee from uh, MTR Podcast, Mastermind Team's Robcast. And I am here with a new episode of Getting to the Truth in His Art. And today I have the curator of the Gallery About Nothing, Maya Camille. Yes, that's right.
1: That's me. I like,
0: I, I like how I said it like it was a question, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's
0: the, That's the running thing that I'm doing, just asking things like they're a question. Um, So we have a few people that have kind of joined us and they're listening in. So shout out to all of y'all. And I'm going to get right into it. Like, you know, kind of what we talked about a little bit before we got started was kind of the genesis of doing this podcast. And, you know... uh, my man Rishi says, hi, Maya. So,
1: <laughs> hi. Um, hi, Rishi. Oh, I can see it. Okay, that's
0: cool. <laughs> so um, I wanted to oh, wow. kind of put this together and um, just, just talk to people in and around Baltimore. I think there's a lot of cool, creative individuals out here. And kind of the story around the gallery about nothing is pretty interesting to me. So tell me a little bit about the gallery so people can have a better understanding of it.
1: All right, so the gallery about nothing is a black woman-operated um, art gallery in downtown Baltimore, 805 East Baltimore Street. Um, so, our story is long and beautiful, and I'm going to give you all the, like, cute version. Um, so... <laughs> Mark, he's the founder. He started an art gallery a few years ago called the um, the incredible little art gallery. And it was um really, it was really cute and intimate. And he had a few other business partners and they left with time. And so he still had the space and he was like, I like this art shit. Let's keep this art shit going. And when they opened the incredible little art gallery, I was hosting events in East Baltimore like community open mics and all that kind of stuff. And I saw what he was doing and I was like, hi, I would like to do stuff too. Right. And so <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's exactly what happened. I was a poet at the time. So he like made me do some poetry and I went through like this boot camp type of thing. And, um, I really learned a lot about, um, person-to-person marketing and like the importance of um, telling someone about your event to their face, because you can post it on Instagram, you can post it on social media and all that stuff, but it's it's a different type of connection where you're like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. But anyway, that's a different point. And so um, he uh, opened up the, he opened up another art gallery in the same space and it was called um, give and take an uh, artistic expression or something. I really didn't like that name. Full disclosure, um, I thought it was really long, <laughs> <laughs> but um, by that time we had more, more, more floors in the building, um, so it was a three-story building. It was the best. It was like. Every floor, every room you went into a different vibe. It was really cool. And so give and take didn't last long. And then we were the sand gallery. Now, the sand gallery are my favorite days in that building. Um, sand, sand stands for sell art, not drugs. And we still have that as a brand underneath the umbrella of the incredible creation. Um, We sell t-shirts and merch like that With the sand on it Because we think it's important that Artists make money And that they get to sell their art To like build wealth You feel me? And so the sand days days were amazing We did a lot of events We started going around the country um, And then uh, um, Our building where we were in It was being sold And so um, Mark and the folks the team there he was like i'm leaving i'm moving i'm not gonna keep the name i want to do a new name um just have a different experience more nostalgia bring back that that is like a vibe when you walk into the doors of the gallery about nothing and so he was like i'm gonna call it the gallery about nothing and i'm riding down like okay where are we going? And so we opened up the Gallery About Nothing, and that's where we are now. Um, the Gallery About Nothing houses the In My Lifetime in the Hip-Hop Museum, which opened up in the stand gallery on the first floor. Now it's on the second floor of the Gallery About Nothing. And the In My Lifetime in the Hip-Hop Museum is the first hip-hop museum to open, point blank, period. Right here in Baltimore City. Um, and so it's basically the, the love child. I feel like the Gallery About Nothing is a love letter to Baltimore. That's why I'm attached to it. That's why I, I bang so hard for the for the team and for the home team. It's because I'm just a Baltimore shorty, you feel me? Like, yep. I'm from over east. You've, I like my chicken box with a lot of hot sauce. When I eat chicken once a year, you feel me? Like, I
0: like
1: my <laughs> you feel me? Like, I'm just, I'm just one of the girls. I'm the weird art girl. And, like, I love that I get to be my full, authentic Baltimore self in that space. And, um, I don't have to change anything about myself to be there, to make money there, to make connections there, to travel the world there. You feel me? And I, I it's my love letter, um, back to the city, the city that birthed that's, me, it birthed us. So that's,
0: yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's glorious. I mean, like I'm an East Baltimore guy. Uh, okay. You know, like I live over here near Hopkins, you know, ah, 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 or whatever, Middle Street or whatever. <laughs> okay, gay, gay, and, gay, gay. gay <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> and, you know, like I think there's a lot of people out there, like, like, like faking the, faking the funk, trying to figure out, like, you know, how can we, like, monetize what Baltimore is and how can we make this the identity? And one of the key components of doing this show is talking to people either who have lived here and you know, who are about Baltimore and invested in Baltimore or who are people that have always been here and always been about it and authentically real Baltimoreans. And I think that's the thing that gets lost. And you know, like I always talk shit about that 12 o'clock boys movie. That's about to drop. And I'm like, yo, it's a lot it's, of Philadelphia dudes attached to it. Right. It's
1: not, where's the Baltimore accent? Where's the little kids saying, dude, like where's the little boys, um, crazy legs. Like, come on. Like, Baltimore we have such a rich culture. I hate when I, I'm old like again, Baltimore truly thrown through and I don't care if I'm in England, if I'm in Antarctica, like I'm wrapping my hood and like yeah. it burns it grinds my gear when people are like Baltimore doesn't have any like cultural significance. There's no big cultural scenes. Like we birthed one of the biggest actresses into existence, like Jada wouldn't be Jada without her Baltimore roots. What Say how you feel. Feel how you say. We have hustlers. We birth hustlers. We birth yeah. game changers. So, like, oh, I'm
0: sorry. I just, oh. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, and that's and that's that thing. Like, that's one of the things that popped up. Like, I was peeping the social media presence. I follow you on IG. And I was, I was just like, all right, I definitely need to interview her. She's got, like, energy. She's got, like, what I'm looking for just for someone that's repping the city. So, like, I admire it. Um what are some Ooh. of the goals? What are some of the goals for the gallery?
1: Um, so we definitely want to open up um another gallery in Houston. Um that's like the big goal to have two locations popping at the same time. Um yeah. whenever they let us go back outside, I cannot wait to get back to um hosting sipping paints and like those type of events. Um we're working, I'm working on like a Baltimore Hip Hop Week in August. That'll be really lit. Um, to just, I really want to make sure artists get paid. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. I'm tired of the, the broke black artist narrative that you gotta struggle, that you gotta work two, three other jobs to make money. Um, you do at some points, I'm not gonna stunt, you do have to do that grind work and hustle. But at the end of the day, I feel like everyone needs to be able to make money. And there's so many different ways with the climate of the world for us to make money. So um, I want to do a Baltimore Hip Hop Week where rappers can learn how to... The business of the music business, you feel me? Um, what is What a merch. How do you get your music on DSPs? How do you plan a tour? How do you get your music in different markets? That kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Because, like... Again, it's Baltimore, a lot of rappers out here. Some of them are very talented, and they deserve to get to the next level of music, business, fame, or whatever. So I think that really cool. So, and then popping up all over the country. The galleries, we're all about traveling. Um, I, wanna, I want to—I us to get, like, a Mobile, like a gallery about nothing mobile or something, and just pop up all across the country. Um, We were about to go to dreamville, but that got pushed all the way back to August.
0: So, I mean, I'm, I'm here to advocate and support it because like when I started checking it out, you know, you, you touched on earlier, like this notion of like personal selling and, you know, as a podcaster and being one and looking at this as my art and doing it for what 11 years. And you know, just taking it very serious and making it an important thing. I'm like, yo, I don't need likes, I don't need shares, I need endorsements for motherfuckers. Right. I need endorsements across across that, like I'm putting myself out there authentically, and I think that's something that gets lost all the time. So I definitely admire how you're coming off and what you're presenting. Um, right. 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 So all, oh, never
1: mind. Good. Good. I was uh, going to say, like um. So at the gallery about nothing, we showcase 200 pieces of art, 80 different artists, mostly artists of color, duh, and mostly black women artists, um, which is a a lot because in the art world, I think I read an article, I think Mark and I were talking about, and it's like 13% of all the art in the world that's shown is by black women. That's only 13%. That's very low. (laughs) That's low as fuck, right? But at the gallery about nothing, I want to say like ninety eight percent Two, four, five, six percent is art by Black women. Our our staff, our team is predominantly Black women. Um, we have, of course, we have Black male artists. Duh, like what yeah. I was just saying. Like we have a, it's we really support women. You know, we're not just somebody that's like, oh, we have a Black woman, we hired her because we made a mess and we want her to fix it. No, we're like. Black women are the backbone of our operations. Shout out to Z and Brianna and Mish and Key. Like, they really— No tokens.
0: No tokens at the We're, gallery no about t- nothing. <laughs>
1: right, no tokens. We really out here. You feel me?
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, to kind of paraphrase the whole Hamilton line or what have you, black women get shit done. You know, so— Facts! I mean, that's, that's something that, you know, like I like to keep it, I like to keep everything internally initially. And I was like, this doesn't work. Like no one gives a, no one cares. So, you know, my manager is a black woman and I'm like, yo, whatever you want to do, you tell me what I'm doing and shit. And like, I know what I'm doing. I don't really need a manager, but I'm like, yo, you're my manager. Cause I know you're going to get shit done. I know you're looking out and I know you got this. So much love, much respect. Um, so I've never interviewed a curator, so tell me about what your day looks like.
1: Okay, so I'm always on. I'm always on Instagram looking for new artists. Um, Mark and I send send like pages back and forth to each other. Um, so the aesthetic about the of the gallery about nothing is like this art everywhere. And my vision going into 2020 is to have a wall. We have a wall right now that's dominated by black and white art. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would like to have that be like a, a featured artist wall. Like every three months we have a new featured artist. And so I'm always looking for new artists for the gallery about nothing. And then, um, I have an art show that's hanging on the west side right now, and it has art by the amazing Kiva Michelle, and that's going to feature a new artist every three months. So I'm always looking for new artists, <laughs> like on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Uh, Tumblr. I have to put Tumblr back on my phone because I had Tumblr <laughs> when I was in my when I was in my um emo poet stage of my life and we all been there (laughs) yes okay and so i haven't had it up in a while but that's my day is fat and then i have a i have a small business where i work with um other small business owners I help them sell their um, physical products and do social media managing and marketing for them so learning more about social media and the money behind it because again I don't need likes and follows I need paid ads and sponsorships and how do I um in my market from just black women between the ages of 18 and 35 to in Baltimore City to black women between the ages of 18 and 50 on the East Coast. You feel me? Like, how do I reach into new markets and stuff? And that, and then I smoke a lot of weed.
0: (laughs) Same, same.
1: (laughs) And uh, so since I'm around artists all the time, I started painting, and I think that's given me a new appreciation and um, a new appreciation of artists, of visual artists, of painters, of graphic artists, because like when you are painting something, you're creating something, you're really pouring yourself into it. So it gives me more passion to make sure that I um, represent artists in the right way. And then I'm picking the right artists to showcase. Um, so that's my day. I was I really want to get into having shows around like the city showcasing some of my favorite artists. Because I feel like I'm spoiled like I I'm, I'm constantly around great artists like all the time and watching them create and watching them grow and evolve when I just get to be there like oh my gosh and how do you want to sell this how can I help you make more <laughs> money like that's that's my job like that's What's, it what,
0: what would you say like your well it's two questions one is related to like searching for artists or what have you and the other one would be who are some of your your favorite artists, let's say people who are in Baltimore and around Baltimore, but also who are like larger names that the broader audience may have heard of as well?
1: Okay. All right. So... My favorite artist right now in the city, I really love Tyra Powers. She's amazing. And I feel like her name has ringer powers everywhere. Make sure you guys follow her. And then, of course, Kiva Michelle um, and then Jasmine Manning. She's a really dope artist here. I like Kid Balloon. I'm into the graffiti art. um, so um kid balloon is really cool there's this somebody i i see their art all around the city but i do not know who they are um but the tag is ks ks k or ks i really oh, want my, all right. that's you
0: no i'm fucking with you i'm sorry oh my <laughs> I god cause i was about to say <laughs>
1: girl oh my god <laughs> Oh my! If you hear this, KS KS whoever you are, find me. I want to like interview you. I want to talk to you. Like, ugh. I love it. Um, and then <laughs> Stanley, he's um really awesome. His handle is Sky High Jedi on Instagram. He's really dope. Um, I have some of his art in my house. So those are like the local shorties. And then um. This is somebody that I follow on Instagram. I'm really bad with, like, real names because I really do spend a lot of time on Instagram. But it's someone, <laughs> and their, their handle is uh, I-Z-M-O underscore. Really, really dope shit. Like, really, really dope shit. She's amazing. Her use of color and uh, depth, and I love <laughs> it. Um, and then... Marjani, she's a really dope artist. Um, she's on PG. She's a sculptor. She's amazing. Um, so yeah, those are those are the ones that are popping out right now. I'm yep. a little I'm a little smacked, so I'm sure later I'm gonna think of like a whole list of artists that I should talk about. But those are the ones that I've really vibe with. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you're when you're out there, like looking for artists, or you're looking for someone that's less from Baltimore, like or someone that's just like local. You're like, look, I want to rock with you. You're one of the things I like to throw out there. You're um, you're uh, I'm invested in your success. Right. So yeah. when when you're working in that path and you're trying to work with someone cre- creatively, collaboratively, what are you looking for? What is that uh, factor that pops out and like, all right, I fucks with what you're doing.
1: So, initially, I, I want to I want to look at your art and I want to, like, feel something in my spirit. Uh, I grew up in church, so I'm a firm believer of goosebumps and, like, when you feel a spirit or energy, your body reacts to it. So, I want to have the initial, like, ooh, what is <laughs> that? Like, that that woo feeling is, is amazing. And so, that's, first off, a woo. And then I want to see your birth ethic. I want to know what you do. I want to see what's your hustle. Like, are you doing any shows by yourself? Um, do you, are you already forming a team? Um, do you understand the importance of a team? Are you once, so once I see that I've set up a meeting and like off bat, I'm like, are you late? Are you early? Um, do you come prepared with, um, your portfolio? Those types of things. Um, how well do you communicate? Cause, that's something that I've learned over my, over the past few years, how important communication is. Like, you can, uh, I feel like people have much more, give you more leeway if they know what's going on. You know, if you Absolutely. get me, uh, I'm going to be 10 minutes late, dah, 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 but you tell me 20, 30 minutes ahead of time. That's like, oh, bet, I can take my time. It's just... Um, once I see your art, I got vibe with you as a person. I got vibe with your work ethic and then I can see what you can get done. You feel me?
0: I dig it. Yeah. 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 I mean, like in, in working with anybody that for one, I bring on to this, like I told you before, I've been doing this for a minute. So I'm very protective of what I do. Like I'm sensitive about my shit, you know, and oh, you should be. And, and and people get weird. They're like, oh, it's just a podcast. So I was like, yeah, but it's probably a billion dollar industry now. And, you know, so I'm not just bringing anybody on. And there's so many people that hit me up that just aren't fits. They just aren't fits for yeah. what I'm trying to do. And it's like, look, I, I admire what you're doing. I respect what you're doing. But at the same time, it might not be a fit. And it's not necessarily for what you do professionally. It's just to your point before, your work ethic. Like I, I used to record what I do regularly. We did 50 shows. We, we were doing weekly shows and probably 60% of those shows he was late. And I'm like, yo, dog, like, this is my thing. And, you know, not to pull rank or anything, but uh, this is my shit. So you're, you're here for the ride and not to be an asshole, but it's like, you're here for the ride and, you know, acknowledge that, respect that and let's, let's move forward. Or we're not going to move forward. Right. That's-
1: and then, and, and, To acknowledge that, because I think we all have moments in our lives where we we are just there for the ride. And we just got to acknowledge that, like, yo, I'm here to see what the fuck I can see, touch what the fuck I can touch, and if something happens, something happens, and acknowledge that and not be a hindrance to the driver. I think that's what gets us fucked up sometimes. Like, if you want to be a passenger, be a happy passenger. Have the fucking directions up. Pass me the fucking snacks.
0: Don't, Don't be, be a backseat driver.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Because when it's your turn to drive, the police do pulled us over. So, come on with <laughs> Pick one.
0: So, so one of one of the things that I I've noticed in doing this, you're 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 now the the twelfth episode of this show, and. Um, mm-hmm. It, yeah, yeah, you're in the first dozen, so I mean that's a thing if this goes anywhere, and it's been getting great reviews. But I'll say one of the things that I've noticed, I want to get your viewpoint on it. Um, kind of the art scene and the creative scene in and around Baltimore is really clickish and decentralized, in my opinion. And mm. I've had everything from comedians, I've had restaurant owners, I've had DJs, I've had just a lot, a broad array of people from different backgrounds. And I've noticed that same thing that, you know, like me, I I like to look at it like I'm a humanitarian. Yo, can I work with you? Let's put, it, put you on. And you'll find people don't even repost the shit that they're on. Like I interview someone, they don't even repost it. They didn't even share it. And it's like, yo, this is like an hour long, 45 minute long, however long commercial for you. And it's like people get real weird. And mm-hmm. I was on this wave of don't just like my shit, share my shit. And mm-hmm. it's ultimately for the benefit of everybody. You know, if you're on, it's like, I admire what you're doing. What, what, what are your thoughts around like kind of the art scene, maybe locally or just your art scene, your, your, your feelings on the art scene in general being kind of cliquish or being very, you know, insular. So um,
1: I like to, I used to say that Baltimore is a silo city. Like, okay. uh, there's definitely like the conscious click, then mm-hmm. the the hood conscious click. With they're sure. not the hood, but they're conscious, but they still want drinks to blame. You feel me? And then you have the um. I'm from I'm from somewhere else, but I live here now. And I'm from I'm black, so I'm from a place, but I'm not from here. Click, you know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's beautiful, and um. It, it can be a hindrance for real for real because like clicks don't really get us nowhere i feel like we learned that in middle school and in, in, in high school hopefully in college too i don't know um i didn't finish college but that's not the handle there uh, that the, the same
0: in college <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I, yeah I, I couldn't do it my mom was like Girl, don't you want to do something else? I was like, you're right. I actually do want to go do something else. But I had fun. Anyway, um, (laughs) growth comes when we exchange knowledge. And, like, how much exchanging of knowledge are we getting if we are only talking to the same group of people, you know? I, too, am a victim, can be a victim of a stylo, because I spend a lot of my time at the gallery. Um, I talk to them all the time. They're my family. But, however— I understand that for us to grow and for us to for us to get a bigger building, to own a space, to do all these things that we want to do, like I need to go into these streets, I need to be at other people's events, I need to be talking to people. Yep. I love to I share things all the time. I'm out in these streets. Um <laughs> I plug other people's stuff better than I plug my own stuff. Cause I feel like if, if everybody in Baltimore get on, we all get on. We all try. I mean, like that's it. Like,
0: that was one of the things I kicked to my mans. Like when we first started, when we like, when he and I first started working together, I want to say this is like 2010, maybe 2011. We were both smacked high as shit, watching fucking Conan. And I was like, yo, when that door opens there's a slither. I'm gonna kick that bitch in, and you come in with me, man. and yeah. it's maintained it's maintained the same idea like from from the get go, and it's nothing more beautiful than like just doing shit in your city, having people you know come through, press the flesh, acknowledge what you're doing, acknowledge you as a person it, it's it's fucking fire to me, and it's it's a drug
1: it is like I love when. So at one point in my life, I worked in the nonprofit sector and I did like a lot of stuff relating to church. And so I would travel a lot, talk places and facilitate stuff. And so it will always warm my heart when someone from San Diego will be like, hey, yo, Maya, I'm in town. Let me know what I should do. And whether or not I got to connect with them, I could always send them to places and to spaces with people that would care for them and love them in a way that I knew they would be. And to get the report back like, oh, I went to um B C Fridays and that shit was lit. Oh, I went to Love and Hip Hop Open Mike and that was amazing. Oh, I went to um oh I got to see Alana at the Impact Hub. Like I love that shit. Like I love when I get that back because it's like I know my scene of the shit. What y'all, why why are y'all so shot? Like I'm from there. What fuck you talking about? Like
0: catch up I'm only the- on <laughs> Right,
1: right. And like I that's like magic to me. And like sending people to black owned restaurants and saying, letting them know where it is and where they should go and why they should go there. It's a, yep. it's a pride that I have in my city. That's never going to go nowhere. I don't care if I live in fucking Timbuktu to the rest of my fucking life. They're going to ask me where I'm yes. from. I'm a Baltimore dummy. Fuck you mean? Like,
0: that's <laughs> it. I like, I always run into it with me and one of my, my buddies go traveling. And uh, people ask, like, where y'all from? Because they'll pick up an accent. And usually it's like a broad, different location, like New Orleans, fucking Cali, wherever, right? And mm-hmm. my mans is from like the county. He's from like Orange Mills and shit. And they'll ask, like, so where y'all from? My mans will interject, Inter- interject. He was like, oh, we from Baltimore. I was like, nigga, you from the county.
1: That's, me I'm too. from Baltimore. Oh, dog. My God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Eastside. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, right, I was it's, getting
1: into. <laughs> I, I get into i was getting into like a semantics is it semantics
0: <laughs> semantics yeah
1: there it is semantics um was a conversation about that with somebody and i was like well you're from baltimore so you know it's a difference so somebody else from here they don't know it so why would they care?" and i was like i'm gonna tell them so they know it so it's
0: like
1: fuck. It. why why is that like, I get what you're saying, my nigga. And also, they're going to know it's the fucking <laughs> difference. Like,
0: kill yes. on me. It's I'm the difference like... between east, east Side, West Side, the whole fucking thing. Um, Thanks. Thanks. When, I was, when I was at Morgan, I used to hear this shit all the time from like, because I hung out with nothing but New Yorkers. And they were like, yo, why are y'all complaining about East Side, West Side, all of this? And I was like, the same reason y'all niggas complain about Barrows. This shit is different.
1: It's a fucking difference. You cannot tell me a nigga from the Bronx is not gonna feel some type of way when you, if you say he's from Brooklyn,
0: like absolutely.
1: Like the fuck, I'm not from Cherry Hill, dummy. I'm from over East. I'm from down the hill. I'm not from. Listen, it's a difference.
0: It's a
1: difference. (laughs) I swag different. My drip is different. Okay. Okay. Respect the Eastside drip. (laughs) The fuck.
0: Like I I don't know, but. So, so we'll get ready to wrap up here or have you, um, let's see. Um, like advice, would you, advice that you would give someone that's in the art scene and, you know, may, maybe based on people you've worked with, like, yo, what are a few things that if people want to kind of excel to that next level, kind of get their stuff seen, kind of get some infrastructure around them, kind of get people that are supporting them around them and, you know, jobbed up for what they're doing, what would you, what advice would you give them?
1: Be consistent consistency is king it's king it reigns supreme like (laughs) you can be the best artist ever but if no one's if you only popping out once in a while, in the beginning stages, you're not going to get the type of traction that you need. People need to see you every day. Now, once you get to that moment and you you feel like you got that following, you're making that kind of money where you can go silent for six months and pop out with an amazing art installation and live off of that for a few months or years or whatever, do that shit. But in the beginning, be consistent. Be present. Um, do things that make you happy. You feel me like I know taking care of your bills is important. I know money is important. I know that building wealth is important, but you want to also remember that you're doing this because you love it. It's your passion. You want to feed your passion. Like you want to do things because you love them and because they, they pay good money, you know, um, and build a team. You feel me? You can't be everywhere. You can't do everything, like, I think, excuse me, the best thing about the gallery, about nothing, is that we have a team, you know? You see me, you see my face on the page a lot, like on the Instagram, in the, re- in the interviews that we do, you see my face, but, like, there's someone behind the camera, there's someone that makes the flyers, there's someone that makes sure that all the bills are paid, there's someone yeah. that um, buys the canvases. There's some, there's a team of us that we all play our role and we all know our role and we understand why each other, why the other person is in the role that they're in, you know, and we support each other. So make a team and, um, like be completely honest with yourself at all times in your process. And I know it might sound cliche, but definitely check yourself like at all times, In a loving, caring way, (laughs) but check yourself. You feel like you're not on your right path anymore. You feel like the people around you are not the people that should be around you. Um, Do that shit. Like change your life. A good, a good um, checking of yourself can and will change your life. If you need it, you need it. If you think you need it, you need it.
0: So that's that's great, Um, and definitely something that's I think applicable through all types of artists all types of I think people going into business all types of people who are who are tastemakers it's like if you want to kind of ascend to another level and have people see your shit or hear your shit or experience your shit whatever it is you you need to be consistent with it you you need to have people around you know it's it's not only you that leads to this thing being successful or this thing being seen or whatever because that's something I ran into, you know, like doing this, I do the editing, do all of these different fucking things. And I know how to do all of it. And what I've kind of learned over the last few years is, it's great to learn how to do all of it. Now figure out how you can delegate it. Now figure out how you can pass it off. So you have an expectation level for what you're looking for in building out that team. And it's always a, you know, how you get that iPhone update, it's like that.
1: Right, right, and it's, I think it's really powerful when we come together as like a community and unite, because if yeah. one person, with one person in the team is winning and everyone else isn't, that's not a good team. You feel me? I think mm-hmm. um Susie had a line in a song a while back, and he was like, "If you're the only one uh, eating, we don't call it winning over there or some shit like that." And that's a that's real thing. Like your whole team needs to be eating. Y'all all needs to. Everyone needs to be supporting each other in whatever field they're in. You feel me? Like, I love my, my friends. I post their shit. I, if I can't pop that up at an event, trust and believe I've sent people there to your event. Like, it's support. It's all of us winning. And that's beautiful because when you know you have that kind of support, you know that the people around you want to see you win because they win it. They don't have no no reason to be hurting, they don't have no reason to be jealous, they don't have no reason to try to take away from your success and iron sharpened iron and uh all that cliche shit. But it's so <laughs> real. Yeah.
0: It's so real. So, so uh lastly, real quick, you know, shameless plugs, where can he find that gallery about nothing? Where can he find you? Social media, all of that good stuff.
1: Oh, shameless plug time, my favorite. Um <laughs> So you can follow the gallery about nothing at the gallery about nothing on Instagram and Facebook. And um, on Twitter, we are sell cellart.notdrugs. I mean, that's Twitter. I said Facebook, but on Twitter we are cellart.notdrugs. And then you can find me, Maya Camille, on Twitter and Instagram at Phony Braxton. Um, and that's P-H-O-N-I. And Braxton like Tony and it's a boy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I shaved all my head off I shaved all the hair off my head last year. This time I was bald and now I have hair again, which is wild. And like they started calling me phony Braxton and it's like phony Oh. <laughs> um
0: my um my, my manager that. her name is maya and she was going to be on this when we were doing it at the um the, the studio or what have you and she was like i want to ask a question about this whole phony braxton nomenclature what's this about now she has that answer so <laughs> much love and respect
1: are yeah, like where did you get it from your name's maya i'm like i know i know it's st- it's funny it sticks it's a good story and like when i sh- when I shave my head, I do resemble the Braxton's. I'm not going to stunt. I'm not going to stunt. It's a stunt. I do not look like them at all, but
0: it was fun while it lasted. When I, when I shave my head, I, I'm told I look like a killer and I'm like, come on, man, can I live? Can I just live? <laughs> so that's that. Um, I want to thank you for coming on, being a part of this and, um, yeah, for everyone that's been, um, listening, checking in and, um, we want to thank you. Uh, for coming through listening and supporting the Baltimore arts and all that good stuff and um, for Maya Camille in the gallery about nothing this is Rob Lee saying there's aren't always in Baltimore you gotta look for that shit peace